What's going on, you guys? My name is Skyflyer, and welcome to the Weekly Flyer Podcast. It's been a... Well, it's been quite a while, hasn't it? About three weeks now at this point, roughly? Something like that. So, yeah, we're back. And oh my god, my earphones. What's going on? And as wow. usual, we have plenty of uh, technical difficulties to go with our return. Oh, nearly blew my ears out there for a second. Don't know what the hell happened. Anyways. So, yeah. Stuff has kind of been sort of going on. But, I mean, holidays, not too much in the way of news. It's technical terminology. <laughs> yes, very technical. But, um, yeah, well, we uh, have an update to go over, don't we? Did that happen while we were gone? Yes, it did. <laughs> so, uh, I guess we'll go ahead and start in our general uh, topic of Ooh, Shiny Pretty before we start going into other topics. So, yeah, Ooh, it was... Long, pretty. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Looked really nice. And he did show a lot of pretty things, too. The rings were great. Yeah. Wait, did we already go over this? I'm we wondering. did. I think we it's did. been too long. My God, has it? Yep. Okay, well... Hmm. Of course it is that pretty that... Yeah, yeah. I think I kind of lost my mind somewhere in between my mini-mester and now, so... <clears throat> but yeah, we do have um, something to talk about Limit Theory-wise, and that is the... Um, what is it? The new uh, system he's going to be using, the Road yeah, to the Beta. Road to Beta. So... Echo in here. <laughs> So I'm wondering, uh, what are y'all's thoughts about Road to Beta, first off, before we go into how he's going to update? I'm curious how changing the update method is going to allow for a more streamlined process, but I think that's because I'm just not putting two and two together. I know a lot of people, including you, Flat, have been excited about this, and maybe you can actually elucidate me and a few of the other people who may be a little confused. Uh, the, the main word is really is probably focus. Um, rather than saving so much up and trying to jam everything into a giant monthly update, um, if I understand correctly, we're, we're really looking more at weekly mini-updates now. So the idea is <coughs> you go through, you take what you've got, you put it out there as a short update. It's not nearly so hazardous to your health to try to get so much stuff crammed into one thing and make it perfect. Um, as I think I said when RTB, Road to Beta, was originally announced, uh, I'll probably have something like an impression of it on the 14th, because that'll be the first full week uh, that he's been able to work on it. I think he said he was starting, the plan was to start on the 7th, and then the 14th would be the first full week after that. So around the, when the, around the 14th, I'm not going to hold him to exact date and time, uh, you know, whenever that happens, we'll take a look, we'll see what got accomplished this week, and then... Josh can decide for himself, of course, whether he thinks that was the appropriate method or needs some tweakage. Definitely. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it always seems like he gets very, very, uh, what is it, stressed out about the uh, monthly update, trying to, as you said, jam as much in as he can and without having that uh, date being forced on him like that or feeling mm -hmm. a need to really get as much as he possibly can into one update. It should probably help him out a bit. 
Yeah, it's hard to know exactly yet. I mean, he'll know more once he gets into doing several of them. Uh, I could make a case that, you know, it's not as bad because your videos are not as long. They don't, you know, not as much has to get exactly right for such an extended period of time as when you're doing, you know, like four in a month, much smaller ones. Uh, upload times will probably be a lot shorter. The other side of that is you're doing more of them, and they all take time to do to get a, a video update out there. So, you know, he'll, he'll have to <coughs> see whether or not it's a good balance. Well, he has mentioned that they're not always going to be video updates. It might just that, be screenshot updates, stuff like that. That is true as well, yeah. The, the main thing, and I think every you know everything he's been saying seems to confirm that, is focusing on getting gameplay content done. Uh, I've been kind of harassing him, I, I will admit it. Um, you know, I, although I prefer to think of it as encouragement, uh, to be focusing on the gameplay at this point. That here's what was, you know, here, here are the words that were in the Kickstarter pitch. A lot of the foundational stuff has gotten done, and it seems like this is now the right time to be making sure that every single thing that you do on a daily basis is aimed at delivering a product that says, okay, here's what's in the Kickstarter pitch, here you go, this is it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's obviously nobody's going to try to restrict him just to that. He, it's his game. He can do more different, you know. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm sure, based on everything he said, he feels an obligation to deliver what it was that he promised. And I think this is the right, I, I think it's the right approach to getting mm -hmm. it. I'm, I'm pleased to see it. Like I said, you know, we'll know more the 14th, the 21st, and so on as he gets into the, the swing of the weekly update. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I, I guess it's about all we can really say on that for right now until we start seeing, like, the first update and whatnot. <clears throat> but he well, did yes, also... Because he, he's also skimped a little bit on the last couple of updates. <coughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's going really well. Goodbye. Ha, ha, ha. House is burning down behind him. <laughs> <laughs> it's The only reason that's kind of funny is because it's a little frustrating for us out here. It's like, what are you doing? Here's this cool new RTB that you're working on. Feature content sounds great. What is it? <laughs> Need to know. But yeah, we, we understand. Yeah. Work is work. Well, I get December is always a crazy month, so I'll just leave it up to craziness because yeah, it always is. I mean, I'm just now getting back on my schedule, so <clears throat> eh, it is what it is. And um, I guess once we see more of it from when he actually starts putting them out, then we'll have a better idea whether whether it's good, bad, or in the middle. Yeah, actually, that that's a good point. Uh, a com question, comment, or as Chris Hardwick likes to put it, equipment uh, came <laughs> up in the forum on what people would like to see in the devlogs, uh, and a lot of people were saying, you know, oh, it's fine if it's you know short. Don't do the long ones. And I'm thinking, wait, wait a minute. I don't mind if it's short, but tell me something that happened. <laughs> I mean, I, I I kind of enjoy the longer ones where Josh gets off on a, on a tangent, what looks like a tangent to us, but what is in actuality something that's very interesting to him that he's sharing with us. I enjoy those. I think, But they do take time. I get that. Yeah, I think the only problem with that is, though, while people... Uh, like you and other people who have a really technical-minded attitude love to see that. It gets away from what the update should be for the majority of people. I think there's kind of a simple way he could kind of make the updates a little bit, or not the updates, the devlogs, just something a little bit more to bite into. And that's just uh, if he could 
attach just a simple screenshot, whether it's, you know, maybe it's the some of the code you wrote, or maybe it's just a picture of the background in LT. You know, just, you know, a screenshot a day whenever he uploads. Probably saved a lot of people. Yeah, I could see some value in that. Uh, I will say, maybe I've been in the corporate <coughs> world too long, but I love bullet points. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? I have to agree. Oh, bullet that. points are great. Organization, oof. Nothing yeah, is, but yeah. 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 <laughs> Nothing is sexier than an organized list. <laughs> or an unorganized <laughs> list, I should say. So some people are probably laughing at that. Don't laugh. Yeah. No, organization is great. Mm. You're talking to somebody who's extremely O C D sometimes, so yeah, I love organization. But bullet points. Yeah. I I mean I, I'm curious <clears throat> though, I I do wanna see what it's like. I hope he doesn't run himself ragged though I mean like he mm -hmm. does normally on the monthly updates mm. well I, I, I've got to wonder though is that running himself ragged is that I'm starting to think it's almost part of his daily routine that he just gets to coding and does it like I mean it's one thing I've seen with a lot of people who do, are doing something they're passionate about is they will let it take over their lives so you got to wonder is that him being pressured into doing it for the update Probably a little bit. Or is it him also just kind of leading a little bit a little bit of an unhealthy lifestyle to get the game out? Well, it's actually scarier than that now that he has now a microwave and mini fridge in the room with oh, him. Oh, God, no. I mean, is the next step running a catheter? I... Oh, okay. That, mm -mm, didn't well, need to hear you that. Know, you actually no. touched on a good <laughs> point Walk there, uh, Sky. And that is one of the things I kind of... Uh, I take pride in is the fact I worked at UPS for about four years before I finally got into my career job and I always made fun that uh, going into that same dreary job for four years doing manual labor I mean I'm I'm a sysadmin it's one of the furthest things you can get from manual labor that you can um, I'm so I kind of take pride in the fact that I learned how to do a job I hated learned how to go in day after day to do something I may not always agree with just so just to get a paycheck and for some people and especially Josh it seems like it seems like he hasn't had to do that yet he's he's incredibly privileged with being an incredible coder being able to sell a product that isn't even created yet and gain a massive following on his devlogs both uh, from Kickstarter backers and from numerous media outlets that he it, this hasn't really been an issue for him so as, as much fun as I like to poke at myself it's one of those things where sometimes you have to do that monotonous day in day out thing just to be able to learn how to do a job and work it, it's mm -hmm. it's kind of awkward saying that you almost need to learn how to work well, I mean, it it's about learning to, I mean, as you said, you know, I, I was thinking of a way to phrase that, and it just kind of, as usual, pfft, give me a minute, and I'll rephrase it. <laughs> and, and I'm kind of pretty sure it's similar to that for other people as well. I mean, a lot of people don't know how to structure themselves, don't know how to actually work at a job. I mean, it, it's, it's one of those things where, even though you're working at Pizza Hut now, uh, Sky, what you're going to take away from it, maybe besides the fact that customer service is sometimes stops, you got to do what you got to do. Exactly, and I think that's the best way to put it. You know, I I think that is because I mean, and, yeah, 
you know, having worked at Pizza Hut for three years, I tell you, I don't look forward to the days I have to go into work, and especially the days when it's freaking freezing and raining. <laughs> and you're also held accountable, too. I mean, mm-hmm. if you yep. don't get done what you need to get done for the day, especially when you when you get away from the menial labor tasks, especially you, Flat, since you're a project manager, you probably know it more than anybody else. What happens if either a project starts slipping or you get away from the tasks that you needed to for the day for whatever reason? Yeah, it gets harder and harder to get back on track. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, that is a skill that uh, you pick up pretty quickly once... You have a job that you... I'm not going to say that I hate my job, but I... After three years, I really don't like it. Because, I mean... Yeah, but you can't exactly appreciate some of the better jobs that you have unless you actually trudge through Until the you're... Yeah, until you're doing the fast food thing, or mm. the delivering thing, yep. or a combination, yeah. or, you know... Or sweeping that floors. That is very true. Yep, I'm sweeping floors, mopping floors, done all that. Man, Taking sounding, trash out. Yeah, you're sounding too much like an old man there, Sky. You're, and you're like, <laughs> man, these kids these days, they don't have any worth that work ethic. Five-year-olds on damn iPads. <laughs> Go outside, run around. You, get out of that crib. Get to work. Yeah. <laughs> Got, well, uh, okay, let, let's not go on to this. I will go into a rant. <laughs> I already feel like myself getting ready to just start screaming it. So, People sit on their damn phones while they're at the table, you know, out in a restaurant with their okay, family or whatever. I think that's enough sky ranting. Uh, I think another way to put Anyways, it is we're talking that about limit lose it's a little bit of Josh connection. being a victim of his own success. I, I, I think he's done way too well that it, it's hard to look at things subjectively when you're already pretty well off. And it looks like I am still talking on my own. Uh, AT&T. <laughs> yeah. So. So they heard me about to go off on a rant. Yeah, and I. And it was funny, I said, that's enough of Sky going off on a rant, and then you cut out, so it's like, <laughs> wow. It's like, well, fine. Got everybody's just, everybody's just so quiet once I kind of got done with my mini thing and said, back to LT. Then it's just silence. So as I was saying... <laughs> I actually, I I said one quick little statement I think sums it up also pretty well, is that Josh is a victim of his own success. Yeah, you could say that. Um, I don't know if I'd go quite that far yet. He's got a lot of goodwill. He's made, you know, he's got two years of progress. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. Victim might not be quite the right word. Well, I meant in terms of accountability. Oh my god, I saw my Steam friends list go offline. I was about to go, oh shoot. No. Anyways, it's back, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm going to be tense this whole podcast now. But, well, I mean, you could say that he's a victim of uh, his own success in several ways. Not that it's changed his attitude or anything from what I've discovered. Sure. He still seems like the same person, but his health I yeah. mean, and his sleep schedule have been... Man, they've been taking a beating, I can only imagine. Well, yeah, that's true. Well, I'll okay. One more in fairness, um, I had a pretty whack schedule when I was in my early twenties too. And hey, look, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, yeah, I yeah. worked graveyard when I was at uh, UPS, so I mean, I I completely mm. understand. Yeah, I think mean, you don't want to overdo it. I, I don't want to sound like I'm you know 
justifying um, anything that would actually really cause a real health issue. You know, if we all want him to, to stay healthy. Yeah, yeah. But but he's a, he, you know, <coughs> he's a young guy. Yeah. And he's not he's not completely unaware of reality. He, he'll take care of himself. Oh yeah, I know. But eh, I I'm, I'm thinking that's just about the only real thing that's really been a detriment to him since uh, starting uh, the game. Actually, if anything, I'm I'm curious to find out. I hope you know. I hope he will at some point tell us, just out of curiosity, um, how the previous two years have affected what he thinks he might be doing once LT 1.0 goes live. Yeah, that is a very interesting question to ask because <clears throat> you know he's learned a lot as a, as a result of this process, and not just the stuff that we've seen, not just technical stuff. You know what? Yeah, I mean, things like how to stay on a project. Um, what it's like to be on a project nonstop for yep. how, how long at this point? And larger projects. Yep. And actually, I will try to promise this to our listeners, is that once Limit Theory comes out, we'll, we'll try and get Josh into one of these podcasts so we can just kind of mm-hmm. pick his brain and see what's gone on in terms of everything from development to development and handling the people and just handling overall everything that's going on. Because that oh. sounds like a lot of stuff that we're curious about is just what's been going on. I mean, he doesn't let us know much about internal stuff, probably because there's just so much to deal with. But I think it'd be cool to just mm-hmm. find out more about the man behind and the game. One thing I will say, if we do manage to get Josh to come on after this whole Limit Theory is over with, I will um, talk with him and see if he'd be willing to have a... Uh, not an open QA, but rather uh, have a live, uh, what is it, live viewership here in the uh, TeamSpeak, and then people send in questions or whatever. Oh, you mean like host a ask me anything type thing? Kind of, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, because, I mean, I wouldn't mind doing it at all, and, and again, this is no promises here, but we'll do our best. Anyways, so, <laughs> so uh, God, what else was I going to say? Um, Other than that, I mean, I'm really curious to see what we're going to see next in terms of update content. I mean, mm-hmm. we pretty much hit all the main stuff, and if uh, Josh is going to be working on content, I mean, that's that's really what I want to see. I really want to see that ship editor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he... Speaking of that, why don't we go ahead and start talking about what he's been working on lately, and that's been finishing up the UI. He's mentioned that he's going to start from the bottom, the simplest play, and then work his way up to finishing the higher level stuff. So, I know he's been talking about the UI, and it'll be interesting to see just what it looks like by the end of uh, when he's done with it. Definitely. Just because, I mean, it's changed radically over the past, what, year or two? Mm Mm-hmm. From the radial um, scanner system, yeah, <laughs> to uh, what it is now. Yeah, and I like that he's starting off with the very first thing that the users will do when they start the game, which mm-hmm. is to pop themselves right into that single-person spaceship. And now what do you do? For him to be focusing on that right now, that seems like the exact right place to be. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And... Uh, Personally, he, I mean, he mentioned he's going to start working a little bit more with combat, didn't he? Just kind of fine-tuning it and stuff. It sounded like it was all of the things that you might do uh, once you first drop into your, your little one-person ship. Okay. 
So well, it's, it's HUD, <clears throat> it's ship, the feel of piloting the ship, it's some combat. Yep. So a lot of interesting stuff we'll probably be seeing once he uh, starts putting out some of these road to beta updates. Now, real quick, uh, one thing I want to say, because a lot of people I've noticed have been talking about what they expect before beta and things like that. In terms of, I've heard people talking in terms of game balance, and that's something he really can't do until beta. Just because he doesn't play enough, and you can't simulate what a person is going to do every single time. So you need that wider base to actually... The test uh, bed? Yeah, you need a wider test bed that's not just AI on AI. Or, or I would say a range of different people who are going to approach the game in a different way than he would. Exactly. Because you can never prick, predict what uh, people are going to do. Yes. So. But keep in mind, a lot of times, though, in most game development cycles, by the time that it is released to beta, all that stuff is more or less feature complete. Beta is usually mm -hmm. balancing and just yep. finding any of those nitpicky bugs that you wouldn't normally find on your own. Yeah, I mean, that that's what I was bringing up, because I saw a lot of people talking about what they kind of expected before beta, and when people started talking in terms of balancing and stuff like that, I just want to say that that is something that pretty much takes place during beta on most games, just mm -hmm. because you need that larger testbed. Yes. Yeah, just bear, bear in mind that what the developer thinks is feature complete and what players will not always the same thing. True. Yeah. And you also have to keep in mind that usually by the time you get to beta, any decisions made for the game and the direction of the game that's going are already taken care of. So it's like, okay, maybe this feature needs to be changed or something like that. No, by the time you get to beta, it's already set in stone just about, and you're looking at patch 1.1 or whatever. Well, I mean, we say that because we're thinking in traditional larger companies, but... True. With Josh as a one-man team, there's we shouldn't exclude the possibility of changing something like that. But also keep in mind I wouldn't recommend it, but... Yeah, it, I, it takes time. It's one of those yeah. which it will take a lot of time. At least... Yeah, maybe there's... Go ahead. I was just going to say, at least in terms of the way Josh ends up working, not because it takes him a lot of time to implement something, but because of the way that it takes a bit of time in order to get it to Josh level quality standards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Although, the, yeah, the part that scares me is that LTSL makes things sufficiently easy at this point that things that would be really hard for another developer to do, Josh might think, oh, well, that's easy. Yeah. Whoa there. I mean, we already yeah. see it from time to time. <clears throat> so... That, that's, I'm, uh, that's wild speculation. I assume by the point that we get there, Josh will already have in mind, yeah, these are the things that need to go out. Those are the things that, you know, yeah. that's it. No more core type features. That's it. We make these perfect. Yeah, I think. And ship it. I, I think Josh at this point would realize that once he hits beta, no more major changes unless yeah. absolutely necessary. Again, hope, speculation yeah. <laughs> on my part, but. Yeah. No, I mean, re there's, there's really a couple of things that are going to happen at beta time. To, I, could, I could say two or three things. One is that you're going to expose it to a lot wider uh, amount of hardware. People are going to have funky combinations of graphics and CPUs and inter controllers. Uh, you know, it's to be expected. And, and in fact, and the fact that he's trying to release on multiple platforms, yeah, Windows and Linux, e even adds to that degree of difficulty. 
So there's going to be some stuff that pops up there just because of weird hardware people have. Uh, another is going to be the different ways that w- different people want to play the game. Mm-hmm. I suspect we'll see some comments from people on, hey, I was expecting to be such and so or to do such and so. And it's like, well, yeah, that, uh, maybe that does kind of fit what was described in the Kickstarter, but it's not there. What do you do about that? Uh, there might not be too much of that, but I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if there was some some suggestions of that type. And the other thing is going to be playing the full game through and getting it as big and huge and large as possible and seeing how the whole thing still holds together. Uh, one thing a lot of gamers, especially mainstream gamers, look for today is the end game. Well, okay, we know Limit Theory is not going to be quite like that because it's a very self-directed game. So what does the quote-unquote end game look like in Limit Theory? What happens when it gets that big? Does it still feel fun to do? Is, are there different levels at which you can continue to play it? Um, I know Josh will have that up and running and tested by him once he gets to beta, but I think the I think other players may bring some other expectations to that. Looks like we lost Magus there. I bored him so much he escaped. Hey, somebody's back. Oh, that that one was on me. I, I bored you so much. Oh, AT&T. Wow. I didn't know you sounded so much like a robot there, Flat. Greetings, humans. <laughs> it's not my bandwidth being sucked up by something. It's AT&T doing something. Because it's been doing this for about two days now. Well, I can host once I get to my new place. So. <laughs> <laughs> I want to now take uh. that as a sound bite. That sound you just made. Oh, <laughs> oh. Oh. How is the new place coming, by the way? Uh, oh, yeah, I remember. Hey, there's that sound again. <laughs> Let me get back to you on that. Yeah, oh, boy. So, uh, Flat, I kind of caught some of maybe what you might have been saying. So, do you want to kind of quickly rephrase? Yeah, the, the last part was just that as the game gets really big, I know Josh will already have tested that himself, but I know... Different people are going to bring different expectations to that part of the game. Uh, there's no such thing as an end game, exactly, for Limit Theory. So what are what are players going to expect once they've played it for 50, 100 hours, if they were able to do that during the beta time? You know, What's the game going to look like? Is it still going to feel as much fun in different ways or the same ways as it did when they started? That's stuff that needs to get filtered back to Josh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. That's actually a really good good example of beta I mean if it turns into something completely different like certain uh, elite dangerous games then (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry I shouldn't name drop they're a good group of guys just yeah and you notice the trailer is nothing like the game will be I'll eventually pick up the game did you ever pick up elite dangerous there flat I backed it oof Yes. Ooh, indeed. Hey, you like single player, huh? Oh, man. And I didn't just back it. I backed it hard. Uh Uh-oh. Yes. So, eh, live and learn. Well, speaking of space games, I hear that somebody lost $1,500 in, uh, was it EVE Online the other day? That seems to be a daily occurrence. 
If it's not, then it's not <laughs> EVE Online. Was, was it like a billion in ISK? So, yeah, it was something like that. It was a lot of ISK. Hmm. So, but yeah. I, want, I wonder how many um, marriages that game has ruined. Or brought together. Well, we're brought together. Yeah, you always. But have. when you lose fifteen hundred dollars in a game, can't imagine your significant other feeling so good about it. Well, keep in mind, uh, the one thing you have to remember about Eve Online is they allow you to purchase that real, basically, uh, that real game time within the game. Yeah, and so that fifteen hundred dollars is very subjective. It's like, did he farm that up himself, or what? Because it's not. I mean, you can turn your real world yeah. money into game money, but you can't exactly do it the other way around. Yeah, yeah, but you could sell it to other people without a doubt, I'm sure. Uh, either way, I mean, whether it was real or not, that's still a lot of time lost if it's not. Well, I mean, if it was you know, a fleet of ships, it would probably wasn't just one person's 1500. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, but uh... Yeah. yeah, and it is entertaining to be able to measure in-game stuff with real money. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that t- that tends to get the attention of people outside the gaming world. Yep. Speaking of money and people, uh, God, what a segue, huh? <laughs> One point five million dollars for prevent cancer. Oh, that from, was uh, uh, the SGDQ. AGDQ. AGDQ. That's yep. it. That's right. That was a big event this last week. Mm-hmm. That's what God. their highest uh, amount right now. I think so, because what happened was apparently some of the donations weren't put on the tracker for, for whatever reason, and it came out to about five hundred thousand dollars worth of uncounted uh, or untracked donations. Ooh. So, and just as a reminder for those listening, AGDQ is a winter event that uh, GDQ Games Done Quick does for charity. They have a full week long from Sunday to Sunday of speedrunners. Uh, speedrunning your old favorite games live in an attempt to uh, raise awareness and donations for different charities. This one, it was Donate for uh, Cancer, and uh, they did really well. It's their highest amount that they've done so far. Mm-hmm. They And it's not just old games, too. I mean, they uh, sped run Dark uh, Souls 2 as well. Yep. I and think, a few uh, others. Yeah, in the summer of last year, they uh, no, actually this year, they did speedrun uh, Deus Ex uh, Human Revolution as well. Oh, did they? Yep. At least it was on cool. their schedule. I didn't get a chance to see it. Yeah, I I love the four-way golden eye one that they did this year. The four-way race. Yeah, they oh have God. a lot of good races. And, there'll be and the Taskbot stuff, too. Oh, yes. And they'll have another uh, event in the summer. They'd hold it twice a year, so feel free to check that out at Games Done Quick. They'll live, they'll live stream it on Twitch. Of course... If we were doing our podcast last week, we probably would have mentioned it then, too. So, our yeah. mistake, guys. Yeah, and uh, I hear that somebody was actually there. Uh, I was at the uh, SGDQ last year. Oh, you didn't make it to this one, or was that just Mazo? Uh, Mazo didn't make it either. Uh, AGDQ is usually ha- uh, held in D.C., whereas SGDQ is usually held in Denver. Oh, okay. But I will try and be there for the one in the summer. Cool, cool. Yeah, pretty awesome. And I'm very happy that it was on like the one week I got off for uh, my winter break. So, yeah. 
And now that we've completely alienated Flat, or maybe he just disconnected. <laughs> I can't tell. Especially it's with hard the way to tell that, anymore. Yeah, I know. It's like, did your network cut out again? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What happened? Must be, that darn, <laughs> must be that darn network. Maybe yeah. you should be a corporate show for AT&T. Like you have been for Monster and so many other products. I'll say this once. Or Razor, Fuck sorry. AT&T. <laughs> yeah, and watch everything cuts out. <laughs> They're listening. But nah, I might actually be looking into getting a, um, God, what's it called? It's called the, the Karma Go. It's a Wi-Fi hotspot pay-as-you-go. Hmm. Looks pretty interesting. And if anything, hell, it'll work for this. So, But yeah, I don't know why, but that was just kind of on my mind. Speaking of uh, Razer, by the way, and chilling out. Um, Razer, for, for people who are part of their whatever program, they're having a 50% off deal for everything in their store. Ooh. Because uh, the best in CES. Huh. And that includes their uh, laptops. Oh, but this means that uh, all the those who like to save money start watching Craigslist. People sell their old stuff there. So you can get yeah. a good deal cheap. <laughs> also, <laughs> it, <laughs> it also seems like they're trying to clear inventory for this year. So, yeah. Is it bad that I like these sales so I can see what I can get secondhand rather than firsthand? <laughs> uh, no, not really. Save a dime here, save a dime there, you make a lot of Heck money. Yeah. So, can't argue with that. But, yeah, I get the feeling that they're uh, kind of clearing house a bit for uh, their new line of laptops, I'm going to assume, because, um, yeah, the 870M is not nearly as powerful as the 970M. Which is currently out there. Which also usually means that, uh, for those of you who don't care for Razer but still care for Alienware, it means they're probably going to come up with something to uh, to uh, compete with. Alienware... Uh, you mean Dell? Mm, Dell, yeah. Dellianware? I've still I've got my old Alienware back from when uh, Dell did not own Alienware. Back when they were good. It's all Well, subjective. they didn't suddenly... Yeah, they didn't suddenly magically, you know, grow you know, horns and a tail when Dell bought them. They're still well. They are familiar. aliens. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, it, yeah. I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I've I, I bought I bought Alienware exclusively for the past ten something plus years. Really? I I like the products. Yeah. Uh, their laptop's not bad, but the thing is, I never use it because it's. 20 pounds. That was my mistake. I'm actually looking to get a... What is it? One of these new, like, slim ultralights. And the Razer is pretty dang slim and powerful. So that's one of those that are on my list of looking. Just get a MacBook Air. Fuck that. I'm not a big fan of Apple. M A T and T, yeah. Yeah. They work together. They're terrible. Another one I'm actually looking at is the Evo uh, 15. What is it? Evo 15s from Origin. Man, that's a nice one. It's got a 4K uh, monitor. Built in. Oh yeah, built in. Uh, it's got a 970M. Really nice laptop, and it's thinner than a dime. Or no, thinner than a USB stick. Oh no. Is it thinner than a fat USB stick, or 
a maybe thinner USB stick or <laughs> it's about point seven eight inches. Do you, do you feel your leg being pulled through the wires? <laughs> nah. I guess I take the opposite approach. I, I want whatever the biggest, largest, most boat anchor-ish thing <laughs> Alienware has. Um, sort of future-proofing myself so I can stuff as many future cards into it as I want to. You want, oh, uh, you're talking about desktop, aren't you? Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I was about to say, there, you want my laptop? Uh, no, 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 no. No, I'm talking about a real computer. <clears throat> oh, you want to see a real computer? Let me show you the case that I have for the next build I'm getting. The Core or Cosmos 2. This case is huge. Good. Huge is good. I yeah, like you can stuff sure everything about, in it. Good. Uh, what I'm not sure about is this weird pyra pyramid triangular design. Alienware has come up oh, with Oh, I think I saw that one. What in the world is that? And how are rectangular cards going to go into it? Huh? It's modern art. You see... It's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I well, want big square box. I'm not going to stare at it. It's not an art piece for me. It needs to be functional. Well, you see, Apple did their trash can thing, but... Ugh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh well, I assume I'm next. It's coming for you. <laughs> hey, welcome back. back. Uh, Kinda. Indeed. Man, AT and T is pissed at us tonight. Yeah. Screw them. Screw them. I think maybe we should kind of wrap it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we probably I'm should. To get that impression. <laughs> yeah, before we'll they really come to the our house and like beat us or something. You said what about AT&T? <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. And if you're wondering why Magus was kind of going on to me about being a Razer shield, I just got a new Razer, uh, what is it, new Razer keyboard. I've got my Razer Goliath mouse pad. I've got my Razer Mamba mouse. I've got my um, new Razer Sabertooth game pad that I got for fairly cheap. Oh, what else is Razer that I have? And he couldn't stop talking about it while we were gaming on Saturday night. It's amazing. You can't see it, but I'm giving you a thumbs up. Hey. And of course, if, if anybody it, it is actually really nice. Yeah, I, we kind of do some gaming on Saturday nights, live streaming it. If you ever want to see a drunk Magus trying to speedrun <laughs> games. A drunk Magus. That's a rare find. And doing better than the sober ones. You, you should do that for Portal. Oh, no. We'll get, no. Look, here I go through the wall. Ah, splat. Yeah, it's more <laughs> oh, fun no. to do with the ones that you don't have to worry about breaking the game itself. Oh, God, speedrunners. Oh, my God, that game. Or like clipping through a corner and going into the next test chamber. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can see a speedrun of... Uh, you should see the guy speedrunning, uh, what is it, Portal 2 during... Was it AGDQ? My God. God. I, I have watched some of those. It's insane. I, it, I've never seen anything like that. It's scary. I mean, I understand how they do it. It's just like anything else, but it's the, just... The terrifying oh, thing, it, 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 it's a combination of knowledge and about knowing where the gaps are, memorization, knowing how to get to them, and the most astonishing twitch skills to do it. Mm -hmm. some, some of the videos that we've seen are... You know, okay, they're they're edited. They're clips of the good ones put together. Some of them are not. Some of them are people who get it right the first time, every single one. 
Yeah, you look and at the guys from AGDQ, especially the Portal 2 run. My God, that one was just nuts. Oh, man. But yeah, go check out AGDQ. Really worth going to look at. Great cause, and uh, we'll try and bring it up before the next one so that you guys get a <laughs> chance to uh, donate and tune in and just show your support. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, what is the what's Mazo's Twitch name? Mazo Panku. M A Z O P A N K U. Yes. TwitchTV.com or twitch.tv slash Mazo Panku. And that is pretty much where we're all at on Saturday nights at about midnight ish till like four in the morning. Somewhere around there. So, yeah. Tune in if you ever uh, have nothing to do at 12. Yes. (laughs) So that's like midnight. Uh, Mountain Standard Time. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I guess we'll call it for for the week, and uh, hopefully we'll be back next week. So we will catch you guys next time. Later. Later. Bye. That's why I've always said do it at the beginning, because if we forget by the end, do you want us to at least sync?